You are listening to episode 186 of This is Type 1. Today we're talking about why type 1 diabetes does not hurt your feelings. And a lot of you probably were like, what? What do you mean type 1 diabetes does not hurt my feelings? Well, the truth is that T1D is a circumstance. It is a diagnosis. It's, It's a condition you have. It's something that you cannot change about yourself. And circumstances are neutral. That means that things in our life, just things that happen to us, diagnoses, events, the weather, those things don't have a direct impact on how we feel. What happens is we have thoughts about those circumstances and those thoughts are what make us feel a certain way. So whenever we have a negative feeling in response to a blood sugar, usually it's because we're making that blood sugar or that number on the screen mean something bad about us. It's the same with your weight. A lot of people will get onto the scale, see a number, and then immediately tell themselves a story about themselves that's not great. And so when we do this with type 1 diabetes, we end up giving diabetes itself a lot of power over our emotions. And one of the easiest ways to get off the emotional roller coaster of type 1 diabetes is to recognize that the diabetes itself is not in control of your emotions. We, act, we get to decide how to respond to things. And that means I can have a high blood sugar. I can see my blood sugar going high and feel totally okay with it because I made a decision ahead of time to do whatever I did that maybe is sending my blood sugar up. I can also look at my blood sugar maybe in the middle of the night and see that it's high and be really mad because I'm making that mean that it's interrupting my sleep or something like that. So we always want to be clear about the stories we're telling ourselves about type 1 diabetes because it's those stories that make all of the difference in how we feel. Now, a really important distinction is I'm talking about emotions in your body. Not I'm not talking about like physical sensations or symptoms of type 1 diabetes, like your low symptoms, your high symptoms. All of those things are actual physical sensations in your body that you're, you are feeling, but those things are not emotions. Physical sensations start in the body and travels to your brain to tell you what's going on, but emotions will start in the head and go to the body. And I mean, despite this, it is okay. And I would say encouraged even sometimes to feel upset or annoyed with those lows and those highs, but be careful about assigning blame to type 1 diabetes for causing it. So I can feel the symptoms of a low and decide ahead of time that, or even in the moment, that I'm just not going to let this affect me. But I'm also okay with letting it affect me. <laughs> so there's both sides of it. Like I, I can feel low and feel angry and annoyed that I'm low, but I know that it's my thoughts about it. I know it's not actually the low causing that emotion. Jess, do you have any comments about that? Yes. Also to understand that that high or low is not your fault. It's no one's fault. There's not a fault to be had when it comes to highs and lows or diabetes directly or indirectly. It's just the way you feel about that sensation you're having or the diabetes that's happening to you right now. It's not your fault. There's no fault and it's not diabetes fault. It is what it is. And with uh, low blood sugars in particular, especially biological lows, which is below, I think, 55 mgdl, your brain takes a minimum of 45 minutes to recover from that. And so that's 45 minutes where your brain is just not working how it's supposed to. And so you might have some wild emotions during that time. And that's totally normal. That doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. 
just means that your brain is trying to save you from that biological low and it's doing everything it can to do that. And so all of the rest of the things that it controls are like, we got to got to make sure that she stays alive. <laughs> Can't worry about that emotion crap right now. So yeah, we we end up losing a lot of power over just how we experience diabetes from day to day by letting it hurt our feelings. And that's really what we're doing is we are letting it hurt our feelings. I think the best example for me with this was I let type 1 diabetes stop me from going on hikes because I got so mad that my blood sugar would drop basically as soon as I got on the trail. And so I stopped myself from going and doing something I loved because I was mad that my blood sugar was doing something that my blood sugar was basically supposed to do. And so that what changed was the commitment in 2022 to go on 52, t- 52 hikes and actually learn how to manage my blood sugars on something as physically strenuous as a hike. There's a really great quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, and I'm sure a lot of people listening have heard this before, but she said that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And that goes for health conditions too. So we end up letting our conditions like diabetes or whatever we're afflicted with We let those things make us feel inferior and we never consented to it. So be very clear and cognizant about how how you're talking to yourself and what stories you're telling yourself about your type 1 diabetes. Yeah, just understanding that like it's a thing that's happening to you. You don't have to feel bad about it or you can feel bad about it, but you should move on. Or, you know, if you're not moving on and something's like attaching to you, like having anxiety every time you go low and feeling spiraled or out of control, that's something to go talk to like a professional about too. And it's okay for that because they can give you tools and guidance of what to do when you feel like that or when that's happening to you. And then understanding that it's a thing and not a person doing it to you. So when we talked about this in our last episode too, about personifying diabetes as a person that you can scream at, get mad at and do all of those things. It is a helpful tool to think about it that way. But at the same time to get emotionally attached to that personification or the idea of diabetes can be kind of almost dangerous in a way if you get attached to it, because it can kind of like start this sense of, oh, it's doing this on purpose or, oh, it's doing this to at this time to make me feel bad. But understanding that, again, it's a thing and it's a condition that's happening to you and not to you directly as a person. And sometimes, you know, diabetes can definitely feel like an emotional attack on your personhood and your character sometimes, depending on what situations you're in. But it's not that. It's just circumstances that develop into having a higher low pressure. It's not personal. So diabetes is not personal at all. The way a good way to think about this is having an inanimate object do something to you. It's not it doing it. It's something that is there. It's just there. It's an it. It's not a person. It's not it's not something that's intentionally done to you as a human being. It's just a thing that happens to diabetics. And it's technically the absence of a thing. It's the absence of a working (laughs) pancreas. That's even better. (laughs) So we're getting mad at something that technically doesn't exist. Exactly. And like working islet cells. Yeah. We don't have those. It sucks. 
but they don't exist anymore in our bodies. So what's the point of even getting mad about it and then getting attached to them when they're not even there? That being said, to personify diabetes, to let out a big emotion or a big emotional response about something is also good. You can use that as a tool to help express how you're feeling about diabetes. And previously, we talked about this. It can be used to express rage. It can be used to express anger. You can even use it in communicating with other people about how you're feeling about diabetes right now to them. Or saying like, I'm so mad at diabetes. It did this. It's done this today. And I just can't take it anymore. I'm exhausted. Perfect. That communicates to those around you how you're feeling about diabetes, how you can be understood right now, and the emotions that you're going through. So to personify it like that in that sense can be really helpful. I just had a great thought. So I typically picture diabetes as this gremlin that's sitting in the passenger seat in the car. And every once in a while, its long spindly arms will start reaching over to the driver's to, to the wheel, to the steering wheel. And you just slap, slap those long spindly arms away because the gremlin can't actually drive the car. And the, what I had, like the thought that I had as you were talking is what if I just look over at that gremlin and realize it's just a doll? It's not even a gremlin. It's just a doll. And those long spindly arms are the shadows just creeping in the peripheral vision when it's not actually doing anything. It's all in our heads. Perfect way to think about that. <laughs> so. It's okay also to feel hurt and anxiety and anger and all of these things about the diabetes that's happening to you. But at the same time, you are a, you, that's huge because you're able to one, acknowledge what's happening to you, the reason why. And then from there, you can also acknowledge that you're moving on from those thoughts or you're moving on in changing your mindset or doing something new. It's important to remember that emotions are never a problem. So the fact that you're feeling an emotion does not mean that anything is wrong or bad or broken about you. It just means that you're feeling a vibration in your body that your body is interpreting, that your brain is interpreting as a word associated with an emotion. That's really all we're doing is we're feeling vibrations in our body and then our brains are attaching words to them and those words have meaning. That's as simple as it gets. And yet we put all of this dread and doom and gloom on feeling negative emotions when really all it is, is an unpleasant sensation. That also being said, our tagline is literally, you control your diabetes, it doesn't control you. Meaning your diabetes does not control you. Yes, it can cause you to go low or go high or change what you're doing or having to sit down because you're low or you're high and you need a minute. But it doesn't control how you view life, how you feel about life, or how you feel about doing things a certain way. And by saying this even out loud, it doesn't control you, can be very freeing and very empowering when you feel hurt or you feel big emotions about diabetes. Now it's your turn. Take a moment to consciously decide how you want to integrate this knowledge into your type 1 diabetes life. There is no right answer. And remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. 
Join us over at inspiredforward.com slash community. I can't wait to see you there.